0: I had a, what, like a blank firing pistol. Yeah, OK. Yeah, it was all loaded up proper, yeah? But in my head, I'm thinking, it's, this is right, this is the proper thing, yeah? yeah? Look straight back up the hill, yeah? Now, at this point, I think this gun's real, mm. yeah? Because as far as I'm concerned, the dude's had it brought out, it's been done, yeah? yeah? I'm walking, sweep the thing, I thought, that's it. End of life now, watch, watch what I'm going to do. Bang, let one off, yeah? And then everyone Pah! screamed, and then I blacked out. And that changed me, because I've realised, oh no, I've got horrible violence in me. I'm willing to do things that most people wouldn't do.
1: Welcome to the Eventful Lives podcast. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the founder of Bournemouth Sevens, the world's largest sports and music festival. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. If you haven't already, do us a favour, press the follow button and check us out at Dodge Woodall on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, where we've now had over 40 million views. Dubbed Britain's greatest fraudster by the UK media, Tony Sales has dabbled in organised crime and fraud for most of his life. From emptying fruit machines to cloning credit cards, Tony has always found a way to make a few quid, eventually stealing £30 million and getting away with it. But ultimately, Tony bit off more than he could chew and ended up facing a 12-month stretch for passport forgery. He has now gone from poacher to gamekeeper, providing advice to some of the world's leading banks on their fraud and loss prevention strategies. This is the eventful life of Mr. Tony Sales. Tony, welcome to the show, mate. Hello, Dodge. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very much uh, looking forward to this. I'm probably intrigued about you. Yes. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to this journey, mate. So let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up and how did you become Britain's biggest fraudster?
0: That's uh, quite funny, that is. So they always get it wrong. So it's not Britain's biggest fraudster. I mean, how could anyone ever tell what Britain's biggest fraudster would be? Because who's going to ever admit to that? <laughs> so uh, sure. it's a bit of um, it got played out in the in the Sun newspaper as Britain's greatest fraudster, so we just kind of run with a tagline, really. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, you know, it works for media stuff, so it's really good. But I was born in a place called Greenwich, which is in South East London. Mm-hmm. Uh, one side's quite affluent, the other side's quite poor. Unfortunately, for uh, many of the financial institutions around the world, I was born in the poor part. So, um, growing up, you know, like very quickly, kind of, you know, a couple of days old, my mum gives me away to my grandmother. She's just not able to cope. She's seventeen, you know, my dad leaves. I'm now gonna be just become another statistic really. That's exactly what happened to me. And then growing up I've got a really good friendship peer group. Um, we're all quite tight friends and we all stick together. Uh, and we was mischievous you know we would find mischievous ingenious ways of making money um, so yeah it was I, I, you know I enjoyed my childhood I went youth club all the time like, I hung around with all the local kids in my area where I come from even now is still quite a close-knit community you know like everyone's really friendly still mm.
1: so, yeah do you remember where you started earning your first pound note as a kid
0: yeah like we would just do like you know i'd do anything from pallet collecting to car washing to whatever and then because i was old i was hanging around with like a a couple of kids that were older they were more into like pinging windows and doing like other things breaking into places and all that yeah so because i was small i could get through all the gaps i would like so they like they do they just train jar you know Mm. i got to like keep dog keep dogging and you know very quickly it just progressed Mm. into all different types of things and once I got a flavour for having a bit of money Mm. yeah that really kind of changed that whole dynamic for me.
1: And was it were you were you driven by earning money? I was
0: at the beginning yeah I was definitely I, I was driven by wanting to change the shit life that I'd grown up in you know like when you when you don't have your parents there like that and all the other kids around you have got their parents yeah you're kind of that kid always looking and going Oh, right. Yeah. And then when I uh, it wasn't until about probably a, uh, about two years ago I started looking at all my peer group yeah and all of us except one have kind of you know no dad got their mum or they've got they've got someone yeah. but a parent's missing and that yeah. uh, that made that was a big realization for me that you know that stuff is going to drive what we would do and we was you know we found vulnerabilities everywhere wherever yeah. we went because we just wanted to make money whether that be nicking sweets out the shop yeah. or. We found the stationers where we'd go and nick pens, like, you know, remember the old big yeah. fat tagging pens? Yeah, and all yeah, that? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> go and nick like, just put a <laughs> load in your coat and just walk out. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the life of criminality because you're getting involved. And then well, at Greenwich Market, you know, where I lived, there was so many things. We dip the we'd for their pound coins or the notes or we're looking to try and <laughs> rob whatever we could yeah. because we was that type of kids. Mm. And, you just, uh, you know, I mean, it's a lot worse there now. The kids, Some of the things the kids are doing, mm. but, you know, it's it breeds there. I could tell by your eyes
1: there that you got a massive buzz from it.
0: Yeah, because, like, I, I'm living it. Like, when I go back in my head, like, I can remember, like, because I know that we wasn't bad kids. Yeah, we'd done bad things, mm. but we was all in really shit situations. Mm. So I guess that we just wanted to get out of those shit situations, mm. and that kind of really helped that like you know that stuff helped so I, like I, I do like i said i've got fond memories of my childhood yeah. i played street hockey with loads of different kids right up until in my 20s i played mm. on skates going and banging a ball about because i was always quite energetic i got adhd off the chart mm. um <laughs> and it wasn't till in later life that i get to use it for yeah. proper reasons you know
1: so were you living with your nan all the way through yeah living and with what was nan. that relationship like with your mum uh, my nan's relationship with my mum no mom, your relationship mom. with your mum she was 17 which is really young to have a kid right? yeah. my mum was 17 as well yeah. so it's very very young they're still kids themselves Yeah. what was your relationship like with your mum
0: yeah I mean it was pretty kind of like more like my sister yeah, okay. you know like, and I guess that my mum probably wanted the love that my nan was showing to me but my nan's just showing the love to me because she sees that no one's really caring for yeah. me and she's stepping up to that matriarch yeah. bit to really step up to the point I guess so um it's, the relationship was fractured. Mm. You know, it becomes even more fractured as you go on. And it it, it, it it takes years to kind of get back. You know, I only just, after I wrote the book, yeah, What did I get to talk to my mum about this stuff and say, like, look, you know, here's what I've wrote. Before it came out, I said, look, you better read it. Yeah. And just see. Just <laughs> <that. you> give you <laughs> the heads up. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to give you the heads up. This is
1: what I've said, yeah. yeah. And she
0: was crying. Like, at the end of it, she rung me up and said, it's beautiful, son.
1: How, how old are you now, Time?
0: So I'm 48 now. You're 48, and it took you... 40 40 odd years to go and tell your mum yeah wow yeah because I'm raging like why like you know and then you kind of realise the penny drop moment is hold on a minute my mum's dad left yeah my dad's dad left that's all they know and that's all they know so if you're uh, you know It takes forgiveness. I mean, I'm a different type of parent. I've got four kids, yeah? And I'll make sure that I'm on them. Yeah, like like I'm on them. I'm there for them constantly, yeah? yeah? Because I feel that that's really important to do that. Um, And I try my hardest and uh, touch wood, up until now they've all stayed straight. Mm. But I guess that I don't blame them anymore because I understand it, yeah? But I guess that I was stronger yeah because of what I'd maybe my determination my nan was a really strong person who Mm. just wanted me to achieve things Mm. yeah and she knew that my brain was good so she would always push me uh, as much as she could so and
1: and did you have a fatherly figure growing up
0: I did I have my granddad yeah so that was my mum's stepdad yes and my step granddad but he like I didn't know any different I called him dad yeah yeah like he was fantastic like amazing
1: and where where was your old man
0: uh, so my dad was like he'd gone off. He'd kind of you know he'd left my mom. He'd gone and created another family, which he's trying to move on with his life. Yeah, as a man now, yeah. I understand it. Yeah, but like back then, when you're a kid, you don't understand any mm. of that stuff. Um, and then he goes off and gets his his, his his my brothers and my other brothers, of which I'm quite close to. I see mm. them quite. I haven't seen them for a while. Sorry, but um, I will do. Mm. Um, and he, he dips in and out of my life so I don't really get to know him until I'm 15 yeah it's like when he first comes around and playing hockey he comes starts taking us hockey on a Sunday like he's got a Porsche like I'm kind of the kid that has got a dad all of a sudden yeah. and I feel like kind of like yeah. you know and then you still feel left out of that whole situation, so I still have emotions going on that are within me. And because I look older, I'm acting older. Like I said, I've been at, I've been around older kids most of my life. I, I have a different outlook on things. So I, I I think our relationship then gets it just goes far apart. I try working for him. Mm. Um, it's at that oh, it's when I go to my uncle actually. So I, my dad had a factory done printing. So it was really successful, right? In London. In London, yeah. yeah. So they used to do like uh, all different types of printing. So they mm. were doing this one was for Jurassic Park. Mm. So I cycled all the way, yeah, from Greenwich to King's Cross mm. on my bike. Took me 45 <laughs> minutes, which is amazing, yeah. really, yeah. Mm. Um, got there and I got in. I'm late. I'm 15 minutes late, yeah. So like my uncle's all over me. It's mm. like, And my hair's all scraggly and all <laughs> over the gaff. And he says to me, he done me a massive favor because he says to me, you'll never amount to anything. (laughs) Yeah. And i just, I was so staggered by it because I'm just, I've always been happy go lucky just getting on with things. Yeah. Um, And that made me look at myself of what other people see you as. Mm. Yeah. And then that really kind of, I, I was like, okay. Mm. I'm going to show you then, and from
1: that moment on, you're wrong.
0: everything changes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: When you look back now, at the age of 48, and you've written your book last year or a couple of years ago, mm. did that book give you time to properly reflect on, on your childhood? Yeah. Did you? Did you ever go back and find find any trauma in your childhood on why you are like you are today, or what have, you have been in your career?
0: It happened before my book. Yeah. So okay. I made a TV show called What Makes a Murderer for Channel Four. And within the show, so before you... See so you them, made that? Yeah, I made Quality. that. I produced that, yeah. So that was like mine and my business partner, Adam. Yeah. like That was our baby show that yeah. we had for eight years. It took us eight years to get that project off Quality. the ground. And we brought in a co-production partner called Dragonfly, who are fantastic at doing medical programs. Yeah. And Tom came up with the idea of... He came up with the name What Makes a Murderer, yeah? And before you know it, like, the show's commissioned and away we go and now we're in full production. And it was... Fantastic, yeah, because I got to learn all of the stuff that people go through by sitting down with like leading psychologists, leading people that deal with brain problems, right? Mm. And so I went through all the tests before the, uh, the participants do. And uh, this is like three, four months before you, we actually even got into filming. Yeah. And um, afterwards, when I came out of the room, yeah. Uh, unbeknownst to me, like me and one of the other producers, Felon, we get on the tube. We're actually going to see John Massey, yeah, to yeah. go to John's house to go and sort out some other stuff. Yeah. And on the tube, me and Felon have a massive argument, yeah, and uh, over nothing, yeah. And I don't even realise that what's just happened in the room triggered has triggered a yeah. load of stuff that I'm not aware of, right? And so, but the guys knew. So the psychologist come out the room and say to the rest of the team, look. I've just triggered a load of stuff with Tony. Yeah, You need to be really careful, yeah? So I was like, oh, don't be stupid, I'm yeah, all right. Like, I'm just thinking I'm getting on the right. <laughs> yeah. But Felon just said one thing yeah. and I just snap. snapped, yeah? <laughs> and she got it, so I'm sorry, Felon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I've said sorry, sorry a million times, but they get it. So, what yeah. was it? What was it made you snap? It was going back in that moment, yeah? So when you're talking about, so when you're a child, yeah, it was actually, there's a bit where my mum, when I'm a kid, yeah, so after she leaves my dad she gets with this guy we called him beat basher yeah because he used to he bashed a granny out of her constantly yeah in front of you in front of me yeah in front, Like I mean like numerous times she would be busted up yeah so when you're seeing that as a kid that is massively traumatic yeah, yeah? how old were you roughly uh, I was probably about seven or eight okay so I get him back now, I got him back. Yeah. You've I'm, got him back. I got him back, man, I'm not having yeah. none of that, yeah. yeah. I don't care about none of yeah. that. I I've said this publicly loads of times, yeah, I've got him yeah. back. Like, okay. And I don't regret it, it is what it is. Because that satisfied the need in that kid when mm. I got him back mm. that was needed. So Now we're equal. Yeah, now we're equal, yeah. Yeah, simple, I'm a man now, so like whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, it, it is what it is. Because yeah. like, you, you can't do problems, I can't go forward When with you them.
1: saw When you saw that fella smashing mm. your mum about, knowing that you couldn't do anything about... Mm how many years did you hold on to that plane before you left for you found him again? seven years. And I planned it, yeah? Like as So a you kid. so you saw it at seven at fourteen you got him back?
0: Yeah, so fourteen, yeah. What yeah, did you do? 14. I waited for him to come out and um Where so were he? He used to go shopping, yeah? yeah. At the bottom of my road where I lived, he used to go shopping. And he'd always get his shopping, go back with his bags. So I knew. So where he lived, there's an alleyway, yeah? So I just waited, I bought this I bought a wicked bat. Yeah, it's beautiful, <laughs> this bat, yeah, it's proper fingers, <laughs> like, because I'm thinking about it, Yeah, you know? I'm testing the bat to yeah. see if it's going to wrap my hands, how yeah. have I got to do it, yeah. like, look at the depth of what I'm thinking, you know? yeah. I'm ironing him out, I yeah. don't care, yeah? yeah, so once it gets to that moment of when I'm waiting there, he comes and I can see him walking up the road, like, I've been there a couple of times and missed it, like, mm. my ass went the first mm. time, like, but this time I'm on him, yeah, and then as soon as he comes around, i just got the bat, just done him. Bang. Bang. Whereabouts? Round the head. Round the head. Yeah, round the, of the head. head. Back of the head. Straight round the back of the head. Like bang. bang, cracked him, and he just went down. Boom. Gone. And that's it. I was gone. Were you
1: skis? Yeah, off yeah. Was he was the did he know it was you no. straight away? No. Does he today know it's you? Now it's come public, he probably does. He's
0: dead now. Oh
1: he's dead now. Yeah, okay. he's dead
0: now. But I told him, yeah. I told him years later. Yeah, I told him. Yeah, because I sit like I see him probably about four days later with a neck brace on. Yeah, and all these eyes. I, but I've seen my mum like that. Yeah, good. That's yeah. how I wanted to see you. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen my mum like broken ribs and all that stuff. So when I see him like that, I told him. I said, "Good, I got ya." Yeah, like I got ya. Mm-hmm. Like that. Uh, like, yeah, I'm a man now. Yeah. you know. And so now nah, he knew that. So yeah. Did
1: you tell your mum what you were gonna do? No. No. You no. kept that stum. Yeah. And when you'd done it, did you go and tell your mum you'd done it? No. You kept that stum. Yeah, I kept okay. that stum. I when, told did my you, when did your old dear find out that you'd done it? Uh, I
0: don't know if it was, I think it was years later. Okay. So it was, I think my nan told her. Yeah. Because my nan knew I was off key. Yeah. Because yeah? like she, like she could calm me down. Yeah. Like, like it's like for all the rest of us that were all off key, yeah. there's one person that could normally go, hey, stop. Yeah, she was my one person. Yeah. She sounds like a good woman. Your yeah, nan. she was amazing. She's she fantastic. She's not about now, is she? Uh, no, she passed away, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I've seen her headbutt geezers and everything. <laughs> I <Like, laughs> put London, Yeah, she London nuts. Yeah, she was off-key,
1: yeah. <laughs> Quality. So let's go through that route. Obviously, you dealt with that. I think that was, as calculated. Yeah. That calculation then moves on to your later, later part of life. Yeah. When were you starting to realise that you, because things don't just happen and go, right, I'm going to be a fraudster. Doors open, opportunities open. You realise you get an opportunity, you see something, you go, That worked. Mm. If I did that and tweaked that and tweaked that, I could do that and that worked. Oh my god, no one's on me. When did that sort of come about? We just had little hustles, right? We would just go round the manor and we
0: just had little hustles, things that we would do. So sponsorship forms. One week you're doing a sponsored jump, sponsored run, a sponsored swim, a sponsored whatever it was. We could nick their dough. Yeah, Yeah. Um, dough in the pot, thanks. That's it. See you later. And then back then it used to be phone boxes. Remember the old phone boxes? Yeah. So we worked out that a playing card was the exact same size. Yeah? A what card? A playing card. Do you know like a deck of, oh, praying, a card, deck yeah. of playing yeah. cards? Oh, a deck of yeah? yeah? The, play, the card, the width of it's the yeah. same width as the return coin slot, Yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so you could just put one of those co- cards in there, yeah. and then people would use the phone all day, and then yeah. when the change was meant to drop, it wouldn't come out of the return coin, because it's stuck on top of the coin? card. <laughs> so you just come along, pull the card out, because no one can see it, <laughs> and now you've got the change. Yeah. Like, and then like, So you're just learning, yeah. and then we went, uh, to Ritz Video. Do you remember Ritz Video yeah. before they became blockbusters? Yeah, yeah. Um, And we figured out that if you've done f9 if you took a film out yeah you could sneak back in and because the computers you could lean over yeah we'd lean over the counter and do f9 f10 return return to take it off as if it had been returned back in and then we had a geezer that would buy those films off for of sort of like 30 quid because they were much more money <laughs> there were films.
1: A, lot of, a lot of dough back then yeah, they? yeah. They were a lot
0: more money and if they were being shown to public do you had to paint there had to be a certain type of vhs yeah yeah so these were those ones yeah. because they were coming out of a proper video yeah. shot so what sort of age group what sort of age are you talking
1: here this with like between thirteen and fifteen, we're 15. doing that, yeah. And that, and and then you're seeing the pound note getting bigger and bigger and bigger as years go on. Yeah. And the scams are getting bigger and more opportunities. Yeah. But what rough, what rough year was this? Are we talking so, mid nineties? Yeah,
0: we're just getting into the nineties. Really. Yeah. So there
1: was a lot less CCTV. There was a lot less security on everything. Yeah, there was opportunities everywhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and like I'm growing up watching Canary Wolf come up. Yeah. Yeah, thinking, wow, what is that? Like we can see it's dead opposite where we live, right? And I'm like, what? I want in. (laughs) I want a piece of that. I want some of that. What is that? And then I get, we just start doing credit card. I, I meet this guy, yeah. So the guy's really good at like credit card stuff. So he works out the track two information on the back of a card, which is the magnetic strip. Yes. Yeah. So he works out that you can take these and swipe them through. So, that to me was a massive way of upscaling business. Yeah, yeah? like I'm quite confident to talk. You know what I mean? I can be chatty, I can be like flirtatious, and I can use that to my advantage to manipulate people to get them to do what I want, right? So, I've got a few of these things, and before you know it, they're in restaurants and cafes, and and people are grabbing numbers. And so, now I'm making money digitally but in a physical way before the internet's invented, you know, Mm. like the the internet's not even there yet. And we're like, I'm doing it, doing it, doing it. And I I realise that I'm doing wrong, but I'm making a lot of money,
1: Mm. yeah, and that, you say you're making money there. You're cloning the cards. Yeah, we're cloning the cards. You're cloning the cards before yeah. anyone was cloning cards.
0: Yeah, we're at the forefront of yeah. it.
1: Yeah? Like, and so. And how easy was that to clone the cards? Were you doing it yourself cloning? Yeah, it's really easy. I've yeah. done it the other day on BBC Two yeah. with uh,
0: Hannah Fry, yeah? yeah? So it's really simple. You can see it on Catch Up. Go yeah. and watch it, yeah? yeah will, Like you literally just swipe the card and then you get, you've get you got this grabber and it just processes the numbers. Yeah. So those magnetic strips on the back of that card, they're actually uh, tape. You know, like sound tape that they used to use. And um, I think it was IBM decided that you can put those on and it was made for the CIA, yeah? They made those for the CIA as a secure way of getting in the building. But, of course, it's not really secure because you can't hide those numbers. There's no way of encrypted them. Mm. So... That was a massive flaw in that security system, but it was cheap and massively upscalable, and that's why we got in society. Yeah. So mid-90s, you were then going up to
1: the grands a hit.
0: Yeah, that's so you start I'd start going. off You're going like 50 upwards. quid, yeah, yeah, a couple grand, of hundred quid, yeah. and then you start You're getting, getting the, the grands, yeah. Okay. And, then, yeah, and you that's just, when it yeah. gets...
1: Properly exciting,
0: yeah, but then you kind of get so back then the faces of the, the debit or credit cards, yeah, they look really rubbish, yeah, right, like because you're only photocopying, photocopies are just starting to That's come in, I, yeah? yeah, and you're now learning to mold it onto plastic yeah. and all that, and they look really shit, yeah. right. Um, and then I met a guy who worked in Citibank, right, <laughs> in the card <laughs> services of Citibank, yeah, and that changed the game. Yeah. Like, totally changed How the game. How old were you when you met him, roughly? Uh, um, probably 19. 19, okay. Maybe 19, yeah. Okay. Um, And... <laughs> he, like, I mean, Your
1: eyes must have lit up. Oh, the, for, yeah. look, he bought me
0: 10, right? Yeah, okay. and in the start, he bought me 10 blank cards, yeah. right? <laughs> and my eyes nearly fell out of my head. Because <laughs> I've got the, I had the ultraviolet, yeah. looked under the ultraviolet, they've got the MC in them, the, uh, the visas have got the little bird, and I'm thinking, oh my God, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're in. Yeah. Um, and then I bought them off him by the drove. Yeah. You know? And then you, now it's a different thing, because now we've got real numbers on real cards, Right? That's very different, yeah? Yeah. Punched up, signature strips that we can sign our own signature on. It doesn't matter about the signature. And they were really easy to get off. Yeah, signature strip, we used to just get them off with hairspray. Yeah,
1: Spray hairspray on it, it just comes off. But back in the day, if any listeners out there, back in the day, you would just go on a signature. Yeah. A scribble. Don't matter. It doesn't matter, Yeah, And they used
0: to do this. Look, they used to have, back in the day, they'd have these. Yeah. True.
1: Yeah, that's right. No
0: digital connection. Yeah. They would literally have to ring up if it went over the floor limit to get the authorization yeah. code. So, you know, we totally exploited that. And then <laughs> that's when I found interest-free credit. <laughs> interest-free credit. credit and that yeah. sort of
1: come on the scene, what, late yeah. 90s? Yeah, okay. and they
0: were kind of, they re- it came from the States, credit yeah. cards. They realised by putting people into debt, you can really get the e- economy booming, right? Yeah. And this was something that they totally drove here and uh i just rode on the back of that boom yeah you know the fact that they wanted to give people money on you know, for fa- free for free yeah and, you know like all you needed was your name an address and a set of bank details yeah. and some work information yeah not that they ever checked it so if you could get all i ever needed was a name and an address and then i discovered in the library they keep everyone's name and address <laughs> the electoral yeah. role there is yeah. kept there and once you've got that now everything else i can make up yeah there's no way of them checking it you know it's only in the last two years or three years that they've been able to check bank account details against payees so yeah. if i i could have set up uh, an account, uh, a direct debit against your account yeah and your bank couldn't have stopped it it yeah. would have come out of your account so that's only coming in the last couple of years you know so like these things been going on in the background for so, so interest long. So
1: interest-free credit. Yeah, buy now it. pay never we called Paid. it. <laughs> 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 Love it. Love it. Tell me how you got the dough out and where you put the dough into. So
0: it was really so like why everyone's trying to get cash back? Yeah. At, you know, like we—I'd work with the cash, but like for me, cash was king for years. Cash right? was yeah, king, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I want goods. Yeah. yeah, so I've got like I'm like everyone who's ringing me is going, "Oh, I want that new Bang & Olsen TV. Yeah. yeah, I want the new Philips one. I'll I get want it the for new. You. Yeah, can you get me? Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm send me the list. Send me the list. Yeah. And people just send me lists of stuff, and I just deliver every day. I'm there. I'm there. I've got your stuff. And like when you're doing that ten. 15 times a day at three grand a pop, you're taking big money, yeah? Yeah. And before you know it, you've got dough all over the gaff. So I would like... I would spread my money out all over the place, yeah, and try and give this person over here stuff, and keep it in a house, and put that bit over there, and I, like I, at one point I was renting nine different properties
1: because yeah. I was so paranoid it about, top. about it could come yeah. on top. Yeah. So, so will you give? So for example, I went. I want a bag and all. back then it was probably nine Gs, ten Gs. Always ten grand. Ten go, Gs. Yeah. Give us a bag of i you know, get mummy's a sofa, will you? And. Da, 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 da. That's me. So I if I, if it was me, I go, Well, that's all gonna add up to 15 grand. Yeah, you get me that. What do you want from me? I give you, for you if it's 15 grand yeah. from the
0: shop, it's seven and a half grand. Seven and a half. We'll I'm always after not. Okay. Always, yeah.
1: So you want seven and a half G's cash? Yeah, seven okay. and a half G's yeah. okay. cash.
0: You give me the ready's and that's it. And now yeah. i split up amongst the team. You know, i got like a, a back then I had a team of like fifty guys working for me on a daily basis. Or <laughs> well, like, just going around setting up. Hammering. Accounts. Yeah, setting up stuff, doing whatever we're doing. I I I actually created a, rent, a van rental company, yeah, so I could put them on the road in the vans and they would be out, it just looked like they were removal men, yeah. So you
1: were taking the piss, getting the, off the van rental, Getting them out on the streets, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and bringing it all back. So it was like a transport <laughs> like operation, centre. bringing it all back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was mad. How many How many years were you at? So what age group was? When did that kick in for you? How old, roughly were you when the interest free was going? Uh,
0: so I started when it was sixteen. Yeah, that's yeah. when I first found it. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, I still going to go on. Did that go Just on? Just didn't f- stop. Like, I mean, it goes into cars, it goes into mortgages,
1: it goes into absolutely everything because so, it's money. So when you're going in to the shops, before the internet, you were going in and cutting the deals. Yeah. Name would be yeah. Dave Thomas, living in Streatham, d- 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 wherever it was. Yeah. What bank account
0: would you lead that with? Uh, the one, uh, So... It didn't matter. It didn't matter, so you could get details. So back then, yeah. right, so as it started to, as the internet started to creep in a bit... Yeah. You could Google because, like, you you exhaust so many different avenues of getting, and people back then used to throw their rubbish out. Everyone's throwing bank statements out then. Yeah, Yeah. I hope now no one's throwing bank statements out. It's really important. (laughs) Um, So you you utilize that, so you're tapping into all these things, and then you you know you find different ways. Mm. So then back then you could actually go like this: bank details, and Google would throw you up thousands of bank details in one hit. I mean, they block them all now, yeah. Well, some they do, but people still publish their bank details. If you're a company, people publish them. So Mm. that was part of the problem. If you've got to pay us, you need to find the bank details to pay us, right? So that's why they've set up this know who you're paying now, mm. yeah? And that's why you have all that. But it was really easy mm. to get bank details. And what
1: scale did you go to then? You're getting mates and mates and mates bagging old some, get me that, get me the TV, get me the sound system, What scale did it go up to? Because I'd imagine the character you are, you're thinking, hold oh, on, man, I want a more pound note. I want a quicker hit, I want a bigger hit. What was it going up to? It goes, to, I mean, it goes up to
0: like kind of seven and a half tonne Lutons driving around, full of gear, yeah? delivering everywhere, every day. Yeah, yeah. we full on, like, I mean, my insurance was 1,500 quid a month for all the vans. Yeah, Yeah, the rent that I'm paying on the business was like a grand a month. I'm not even thinking about it, yeah, because I'm making so much money that it's just irrelevant. And I'm just squandering it, you know, like there's just, because I'm just, all I'm doing is I'm covering up all the bullshit that's from a young age, but I don't know that then. And then I get, The more Johnny Big Potatoes you become, the more you think you're whatever you are, you're invincible. And then I go out one night with me mate and we go down to South End, and uh, there was a club down there, I can't remember, Adlib it was called. Mm. Um, And I go in there, yeah, like it's a Sunday, I'm raving, like I'm bopping, like we're having a good, oh no, it's a Saturday, I'm having a good old night and um, I like a bit of garage music, yeah? Yeah. So there's brilliant garage DJs in there. And then... There was a bottle on the floor. So I bent down to pick the bottle up, yeah. And uh as I've come up like this, the doorman have just rushed me from all over the place, yeah, grabbed me in my throat, Mm. and now they've just bang, smashed me out the door, and literally threw me in the road. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, what have I done? (laughs) Welcome to South End. Uh, Yeah, welcome to (laughs) South End. Like I'm thinking, what have I done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Kind of get up, dust myself down, and walk back to the door because my mate's in there. Mm. Yeah, so why am I like? He's got mm. the keys to the car, mm. right? So um, I go, I, I, I go back up to Dom, and Dom just says, "Go away, mate." And I said, "For what?" He says, "You're drunk." I said, "I'm not drunk, but even if I was, mm. isn't this a place where you're meant to get drunk?" Mm. Yeah, and he didn't like it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and he slapped me around my face mm. like I was just a girl, mm. and that. Triggered, like, oh, yeah. no, nah, man. Nah, like, nah, that same thing that's has oh, there mask. for him yeah, with mate. that, all oh, that's yeah. back. You think you can, I'm yeah. coming, mate, watch, yeah. yeah? And that's what I did. So I went back to my car, and in my car, I had, a what, like a blank firing pistol? Yeah, okay. Yeah? It was all loaded up proper, yeah? But in my head, I'm thinking, this is right, this is the proper thing, yeah? yeah? I'm booting the car, can't get in the car, can't get in the car, anyway, my mate comes out, he goes, shut up, you idiot, just get in the motor, yeah? yeah. So he unlocks the motor, and then when I got in, I sat there, I was fuming. Yeah, I was absolutely fuming. And I just opened the glove box, got the gun, walked straight back up the hill. Yeah, now at this point, I think this gun's real. Mm. Yeah, because as far as I'm concerned, they've had it brought out, it's been done, yeah? yeah? It's all loaded, yeah. sweet. I'm walking, sweet the thing, I thought, that's it, end of life now, watch. Watch what I'm going to do, yeah? And then as I'm walking up, he gives it Larry again, yeah? What, the the doorman, yeah. yeah? So I just backed it straight away and went, Yeah. Bang, let one off, yeah, and then everyone ah, screamed and then I blacked out, yeah, I don't remember it. I don't remember anything of what happened until the next day I watched the video in the police station, oh, right, my. of where then you see me going mad, yeah. them all running, yeah, and then I get police, on police, down one knee, so then you have to get down on one knee, arm behind your back, and then you put the gun on one finger behind your back, yeah, and then they rushed in, yeah, and then the cop, I, as I'm watching this stuff, I'm so embarrassed by what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, I'm just an absolute div, yeah. an idiot of what yeah. I've just done, yeah? yeah? And I'm looking going, oh, no. The guy's going, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'm oh, thinking, no, yeah. oh, no. I, and I just went, is anyone dead? Is anyone dead? He went, no. It's a blank fire. I thought, oh, God, thank goodness for that. Wow. And that changed me. How old were you? 22. 22. 22, yeah. Like that because I've realized, oh no, I've got horrible violence in me. I'm willing to do things that most people wouldn't do. And because of the disrespect, exactly the same way that the kids are doing it now and all these things that happen now, I'm one of those kids. So I'm disrespected, I feel disrespected. I'm doing you mate, yeah? Mm. and. The fact that it was a blank fire, the fact that all that stuff was there, that's the best thing that could have ever oh, happened because I get I get another chance. Yeah, of course. Imagine like,
1: if it was, you'd, mate, you'd be like, you
0: have a 20 I'd, on I'd that. have at least a 25 yeah, for course. what I would have done, mate, because I was just, yeah. like, it's, the video was ridiculous, and it, yeah? So anyway, I go, um, I get 15 months for that in prison, and-
1: They gave you 15? They right? gave me 15 okay.
0: months in prison, and then six months of that, I spent with a casino cheat, yeah? <laughs> called frankie <laughs> defaser yeah his name was <laughs> that, that was his proper name i mean this guy was so funny yeah, yeah. it's hilarious yeah, yeah? It's, like on the vo he put the dog's name yeah. down on the vo yeah and were, he had a massive argument with him he said why can't my dog come like, i wanted my dog to come what's wrong with you like he's so hilarious yeah <laughs> but he kind of he sparked my brain going back into my old days tony fraud yeah, yeah? yeah. and thinking what could i do that's what's coming like yeah. where can you go with this yeah, and then when I come out from there, I tried to get a job, tried to be normal. What nick were you in? I was in Belmarsh. Belmarsh? Yeah. So,
1: what did you, what did you do? Half of it? Seven and a half? Uh,
0: so, I'd uh, done a little bit longer than that because I lost a month's remission. Why? Because <laughs> uh, they found a rope in my cell. Uh, so he's quite mad actually. Razor Smith was on the wing with me as well at that time. Razor Smith, yeah. So oh, um, he's coming on. Oh, he's, he's he's amazing, Razor. Yeah, eh? love he, I love Razor. Yeah, because yeah. after it all happened to me in jail, yeah, yeah. Razor come to me, put his arm around me, right? and we just went, "Look, come and look at this," and he showed me all his debts. Yeah, I'd never like because no one ever talked to him because he was so scary yeah. looking. Yeah, Like yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's on a life of spur. I'm only doing fifteen, man. Yeah. I'm only in there for fifteen months, and I'm on a life of spur. Yeah. yeah? So, I, so they, I was skipping. Yeah. Every night, yeah, Cause I want to get fit. Get it, yeah. yeah, keep fit. And uh they ca- they find this rope, yeah. And um they gave me a month's loss of remission, month's loss of earnings, month's loss of canteen and two weeks G.O.A.D in the block, yeah. So it was just a what liberty. G.O.A.D? Good order and discipline.
1: So they um, that why why are they giving you this?
0: Because of, of the rope, yeah, and the rope. They're thinking you're I'm in, suicide. Yeah, no, I'm in Belmarsh. Yeah, so they're saying you're. I work, um, so my jobs were. So I mean, when I look back on it, it's hilarious. I yeah. do think it's funny. And yeah. Screw said to me, in years to come, I promise you, you'll find it yeah. funny. And he was right. Yeah, yeah? Um, I worked on the yards, so I used to have to go and pack the bins. Right, right? so they thought. I'm trying to get one of my mates out who's one of Britain's first double A cats, yeah? yeah. But I will not he's only come to the, he's only come there from the Mount to do a course. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing anything like that. Why, my missus is pregnant at the time. Yeah. Yeah, like with my son. Why would I want to jeopardise me getting out on tag? Yeah. yeah. But they're, like once they searched my cell when I was out working on the yard... They found the rope, and then of course it's a security risk. Put two and two together. Two and two together. Yeah. I come up with fifty-five, yeah. and away we Wait, go. You're in the block. Yeah. That's tell it. me,
1: tell me what's the... Listen, you, you're you're a you're next criminal, right? Mm. But you're not a criminal in a kind of you're not. A, you are, but you're not at that point. At that point, at the yeah. age of twenty-two, a youngster yeah. going in there. Tell me what it's like as a twenty-two-year-old kid getting a cat A and then going in the block. Uh it was weird, like, when
0: you, oh, you know what, yeah, it, I mean, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, you know? they make you squat on a mirror. Yeah, that's the fucking worst thing ever. Like, it's so, I mean, your dignity's just yeah. gone, like, yeah. oh, thanks, mate, like, I've got no dignity, yeah. but, be, like, because you're a criminal, because you're in that way, and yes, like, I get it, we can be extremely devious, extremely violent, yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. but... There still has. We are still human, yeah. And there should be a part of it where you get treated like human. But there, you know, I I haven't been to jail for you know ten, fifteen years now, mm. so I don't know what it's like in there now. Mm. Um, but uh, it's definitely a scary place, and it's definitely somewhere that I wouldn't want my kids to go yeah. uh, uh, because it, you know even on that sentence, I learned so much. Mm. It's like another university that wakes my mind up to go. Mm. oh look, I can do that when I get out. Yeah, you know, and if you're not strong minded, you're gonna fall into that. Yeah. So, how long are you in the, how are you in the block for? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks? Well, and that's what, mm, just
1: four walls, nothing else?
0: Four walls, nothing else. So, what I've done, yeah, I, I arranged with a listener, that I was going to pick my wrists with a, uh, a staple. The only thing I had on GOAD was a Bible. Yeah. yeah and in the middle of the Bible, you've got the staples. Yeah? yeah. So, I pulled the staple out of the Bible and I picked my wrist and said to the listener, walk we'll past and say, Oh, he's cutting his wrist. Yeah. Because I just want to get to the hospital uh, wing so I can have a burn and yeah. a, do you know what I mean? Listen to the radio, even because I yeah. haven't even got a radio, right? um and then that yeah so that's what happens and then the screw comes when he tells the screw the screw comes like this and he laughed i thought wow look at him, yeah because yeah. it was bleeding quite a bit yeah. yeah and like then um they took me to they have to take you to the mm. hospital wing yeah and then uh they took me to the hospital wing and, and i stayed <laughs> in just a padded fucking cell yeah it was worse than the block but at least i had me radio yeah. and uh and i had a bit of burn so uh, so
1: at 22 yeah what was going for your head there? you met the fellow with the casino? What did you learn in Nick at that time to know that when you come out you're gonna be at it again, That I'm not scared of Nick you're not scared? okay, yeah, and once you're not scared of Nick, nothing's gonna get in your way don't matter okay because it like once you realize like ah like we all think like you
0: know I'm not when I was a kid, I used to fight every day, yeah, yeah, so when you get in a little tough we all think we're like ah yeah. and, until it happens, yeah, yeah. so like I kind of don't have that fear, so I've seen guys in jail that I thought were. Bigger names out on the street, and they folded in situations, and you think, "Oh wow, okay. like I wouldn't have folded in that situation. Yeah. I would have held my own in that situation." Yeah, like so, you start to learn things, and then you realise, "Oh look, actually, it's not bad. Like you can, I can get a bit of burn. I can have a phone call. I can still do what I want." Yeah. and now you start to realise. So, what's the risks yes. involved in this? What's the ROI for me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is my return on investment yeah. for this? Yeah. yeah, and like most. Normal people don't think that criminals think like that, mm. yeah? But every single criminal I know, yeah, before we do a job, we've all got adrenaline, we're all going to the toilet and shitting ourselves, yeah? yeah? Because that's how you have to do it to get out yeah. you to go and do what you've got to do, right? Yeah. But you're prepared to do... You might not talk about it, but you're prepared to do whatever sentence comes with it when you're committing that crime because yeah. you've already thought about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what did you know then? The route you went out... When you come out at 22, what was the route you went in and what was the consequences for you getting nicked did you think in your own mind going you know what if i do that and i'll get clobbered for that i'm gonna get a three i'll do a year and a half but i've got a load of money stash was that going through your mind like that yeah okay
0: yeah i'm thinking like yeah, that okay. i'm thinking
1: yeah, Calculate. yeah Calculating. yeah calculating yeah,
0: again yeah i'm back going mm. okay if i do that what's the worst that can happen yeah. and like i've been talking to a guy no nah, mate i just stole 1.5 million quid and yeah. got six months yeah. and you think what <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, what's the point of this life? Like, yeah. And then, you know, you kind of get out there and you start doing things. And again, my peer group, mm. like, you know, none of them have been caught up until that point either. They're mustard. Like, yeah. they're, they're slick. Yeah, yeah. No one's catching them because they're in the zone because that's the real level of a real high-level mm. criminal, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mate, like, the ones that ain't been caught are the real serious ones, yeah? Yeah, mate.
1: So, like... There's not many of them. No, nah, they're very but rare. When, when you see them and you meet them or you know them you know they're the real deal yeah. yeah 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 there's not many of them
0: you're one right. step ahead yeah they're always one step mm. ahead and that's because they they think like that yeah. and that that's a learning you know like yeah. and as you get older you learn that yourself yeah. um so when you come out 22 tell me what you, did you get jumped straight back into nah, the fraud did you n- go no nah, i went to get a job i went and worked my dad had a cab office or so he worked at a cab office with this in bermondsey yes yeah? So yeah. i went and worked there. Um, Tough it,
1: area, Bermondsey. I loved it. Yeah, Bermondsey Wow, well. I love Bermondsey. I love You're a it. You're a Millwall fan?
0: Uh, I'm not a Millwall no. fan. I'm a Man United fan, but... Tell um, by the accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so I... Um, yeah, I love Bermondsey. I loved yeah. it. Like, I, I just loved working around there. I love the people of Bermondsey. Like, they're really kind of so accepting. They're so understanding proper of people. everything. Proper yeah, people. Mate. Like, proper people. And so I stayed around there for a few years. And then... There's proper people round now. Yep, so you meet proper people round mm. now. Yeah, and I mm. met a proper person round now. Mm. <laughs> and we started talking. And before you know it, uh, I'm back at it again. And it's much more lucrative than cab driving. And I'm proper like... With, with, I was taking money out from over the counter in a bank. My mate had figured out some woman's stuff, yeah. <laughs> Come to me, said, can you get a girl that can do it? And I said, yeah. yeah. Got the girl. And then she was amazing. And like... At the end of the first week, my side was bigger than this and the whole thing was full of cash. Me and him were just looking at each other going, wow, look, we just drew that all out in cash from everywhere. How are you drawing it out? Uh, so we had the person's ID, yeah. and we was so going So you got the in. girl to do it, or were you yeah, doing I got, it? Yeah, I got the girl to do it. Yeah. So my mate had got all of the ID. So this was like the early days of what they would call now account takeover. Yes. Yeah, so now you get someone steals your money from online. Yep. This was us doing it in person. In real, okay. Going into the bank and yeah. doing it, yeah. So we physically doing physically it. Physically okay. taking the money, yeah. Okay. Um, and so we got that good at it that we would order the money to certain branches. You get her up to ring her to order the money, so you know you're going in and getting the money. And that... Like once I saw that money again, I was kind of back in the game. Um, and what else could I build? Like, where else could we go? What sort of numbers were you
1: talking? there? you going to hit? Would you phone up going, Hi Doris? Uh, 15
0: grand a time. Fi-
1: was it 15? Yeah, so you phone up Doris. I've got uh, what do you call it coming in in 15 minutes. Can you have the money ready for me? Yeah, because <laughs> this is in the early days. <laughs> Remember, this is like this is before yeah. no, now you trigger anything, you go yeah. over a grand, they're all yeah. over it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but
0: yeah. back then they ain't thinking nothing yeah. like that. It's their money and they're entitled to it. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it was and like i guess the differences between those days and these days as well like that person never lost her information mm. it got stolen mm. right whereas online you can lose your information yeah. and that now becomes your fault yeah all of those victims back then would have got their money back because it wasn't them yeah the that, banks would the take the responsibility for it 100 okay. percent stood on that responsibility okay. yeah otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't steal other people's money that yeah. they can't afford and I'd never ever done that up until that point. I mean, we actually had the conversation about it at the time yeah. and we spoke about it so we knew that that would be but I mean, nowadays it doesn't happen like that because yeah. if you lose your online stuff or someone gets into it, you know, they will investigate it mm. but nine times out of ten it's going to be you that has given Is them the Is that limits. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you can only uh, So what's the, score with, what's the score I don't want to move too far forward here but what's the score with uh, credit cards? You've got a credit card do you feel like you are Got a safety net when you buy something for 10 G's with a credit card that it can come back on the bank and the bank your is... credit
0: card can that's different. Okay, okay. So but your direct debit your, your is your debit responsibility. Your debit card okay. is your responsibility,
1: right? Because you like your debit card's
0: in line to your cash. Yeah, you know? I normally say to people if you went to a cash point point, you drew out a grand, yeah, you lost it five minutes down the road, whose fault's yeah. that? Yeah. it's not the banks, is yeah. it? Yeah, so if you've given your information to someone and they use that against you, yeah. right? That's your, your fault. Yeah, and the banks up until now have been very courteous Mm. in giving people back their money. And they have to put up with a lot of flack that they get in the press because of it. But the truth of it is, you've probably been on a site and your information's been compromised, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Or somewhere you have put your information Mm. has been compromised. And if you can find that link, we're starting to see a lot more of these ambulance chases, we call them, the suing of losing, you know, if someone loses your data, you can sue them now. as we get further into this these are the sorts of things w- that will come back yeah. because if a company lost your data dodge yeah. and and i bought it off the dark web and used it against you and stole your money yeah. that can't be your fault yeah, okay. that has to be that company's yeah. fault yeah? yeah but it's getting into how do we trace that back mm. yeah and that's the really complicated mm. side of all this at the mm. moment so yeah so
1: it was very different mm. types of crimes i want to i want to know when you're going in and picking up 15 g's a pop were you going around just London doing that, or were you thinking, "Oh, we should go to Oxford today"? Let's go to Reading today. Let's go down to Portsmouth, and Bournemouth, and East London. All over the guy. I've been down here loads of times. Just Always. at it, yeah, at it. Because and when you're, you're going, and out. when you're going in, back then you're talking probably late nineties, now early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. CCTV. It was useless. Useless. It was just black and white, and didn't matter. Yeah, and like yeah. the images of like no
0: one. <laughs> so one of my mates got nicked. Yeah. And uh, his lawyer brought up a, like so. This is how criminals learn stuff. And yeah. 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 his lawyer brought up a really so he looked a bit like George Michael, yeah. right? <laughs> so the lawyer just said, "Well, it could be George Michael, yeah." yeah? And so the jury have to agree that well, oh, he does look a bit like George Michael in the image. It could be, and just because he looks like him, is that him or is that yeah. other people? Because now he's proving that someone looks like someone else yeah. very smartly, and that kind of always made me think, oh, fuck the CCT. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nowadays it's a bit different. <laughs> when you
1: were when you were doing that with your mindset coming out at 22 and you're probably at it for, well, you're at it for a long time, was there a point in your mind where you're like, if I get clobbered for this, I know I'm going to get a three, a five, a seven. What figure, what, what amount of years was it in your mind? I always had like probably on the first
0: couple that you know you're going to get maybe 12 months two years yeah, because they don't clobber you for fraud in that way and like the way that we're committing it then it's really how are you going to pin every single person's one that I've stolen on me how can you do that? Because yeah. their investigation, they just don't have the resources yeah. to do it. They, back then, they don't even talk to different departments yeah. of different counties, so like they can't do that stuff. Mm. So I knew. Did you know that? Did
1: you know that? Yeah, yeah, obviously you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we knew that. Yeah, but even now the communication ain't. Amazing. It's nice. Dreadful still. Yeah. yeah. But it's because of resources
0: in the background, yeah. and that's why we hear a lot of the words that come out. Yeah. So gangs. We keep hearing county lines and all yes. that stuff that comes. It's because the police need to get the funding to deal with the problems. Right. But unless they've got the right buzzwords that gets them into the funding, they can't get it. Right. Yeah. But instead of just the government going oh, look, really, you need this. Yeah, Yeah, because that's what it is. There's a team of
1: people. Let's go and
0: clobber. Yeah, yeah you okay. know how it goes, yeah, God, yeah? yeah? Companies work in silos, mm. yeah, where they break everything down into different departments, mm. yeah? Oh, sorry, but crime mm. don't work like that. Mm. Crime's just cutting to the chase, yeah. yeah? And that's what they need to understand mm. to deal with it. What was the movement
1: after that, at the banks? How, how many years were you at it doing your 15 Gs?
0: just so that one probably lasts for about nine months yeah Yeah, like they all do and then they burn and they the bank find out and stop it from going through and then you flip back to something else and then i started doing rolexes um and then you kind of do you', like, mean you started doing I just Rolexes. go and get Rolexes, I'd be the Rolex man. What, you want a Rolex? I'll get it for you, no worries. What one do you want? Daytona? No worries, yeah. Because only everyone anyone who's serious, yeah, and watches, they only ever want a submariner or, yeah. or a Daytona. Yeah. They're the only two watches that anyone ever wants, yeah? yeah? Or a Cartier tank Francaise, something a- like that. And you'd
1: That's go like, arves again. That's a thirty grand up yeah, in the bags. Yeah, yeah okay. there
0: you go, yeah. So but like I mean, I always used to find it. I don't get where don't know where these mad prices come from, yeah. yeah? Cause I always used to find Daytonas for like 5,400 yeah. quid because they're in a shop window. You get them in an Ernest Jones, yeah. Double s- bubble. They're, yeah. they're s- twinkling in yeah. the window there. You can just get it because they have to sell so many of them yeah. a year anyway. And what were you doing? You're going in. Going in with ID, yeah, yeah claiming to be the person and just putting them on the buy now, pay
1: never. <laughs> Easy. I love that buy now, <laughs> pay never. <now. laughs> yeah. cool. And then the next movements from there. Did it go up again or did you get, think, hold oh, on, they're hot on this now? you just going around. So, like, I'm doing, like, so I'm doing
0: this constantly, yeah? yeah. Like, and I'm just living my life. I'm going through this and, and I'm meeting loads of different people and then, must have been about, I suppose it must be 25, 26. Mm. We get caught in Sheffield. So, we're in Meadow Hall Shopping Centre in Sheffield, which is, like, a huge, yeah. it's like Lakeside yeah. on steroids, yeah? yeah? It's massive, mm. yeah, this place. And, um, we go in there, yeah, and like there's there's loads of us, yeah. But they've got one like so. I'm in, back then. I'm hitting orders for flat screen TVs, and there's just one TV that I want. It's a forty-seven inch. Oh no, sorry, forty-three inch. Yeah, uh, it's this set one Panasonic because I know I've got orders stacked up for them, and I can sell as many of them as I can get. Yeah. yeah? So I think there was something like three nine three thousand nine hundred ninety nine quid yeah. in the store. Yeah. So. First load of blokes go in, bang, they'll get one. Yeah, load of others go in, they'll get them. Yeah. So, unbeknownst to us, the girl has got suspicious at the counter <laughs> of a load of blokes from London in Sheffield all buying the same <laughs> Panasonic TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I go up and I go, "All right, there, how you doing?" Like, and I start talking in Scottish. Yeah. yeah? Like, and, and just like she doesn't even notice that I'm going for the same TV because we're just talking yeah. like in in general. Yeah. And then. That's it, I get the TV. Don't even realise that it's on top, yeah? Go out. uh, And then my mate gets another TV from another shop, but it's a 50-inch hour, yeah? So now he needs two of us to carry it, yeah? So I'll go and meet him, and the minute I put my hands on the TV, the old Bill had been watching us all day long, yeah? Mm. And uh, they just come out... From everywhere, yeah, and my mate like, so when they've got, like, got all of us, took down all of us apart from two other guys, right? So who are sitting watching the whole thing unfold, <laughs> laughing their asses <laughs> off at us, yeah, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then so we've got two vans parked in different car parks, right? And they're both full with goods, mm. they're both stacked up, because obviously we've been having mm. it right off. Mm. Um, and that's when, so my mate goes, did they ask, where are the others? So my mate goes, they're over there. Yeah, and then loads of them, like lo- more, loads more coppers. He's so clever, my mate. Yeah, because yeah. loads of coppers just come out. So we're seeing how big their operation is against us. Yeah. yeah, and then so we go back to the station, and then you get the, you know, we're taken down. Like my mates have gone away. They, they my mates, watch them. Instead of burning the vans out, yeah, yeah. And the vans have got. IDs in them, so I've got 100 driving licenses, 100 utility bills in each van, right, and about 500 credit cards between both vans, right, all stacked because you've got to have if you're going properly, you yeah. have to go properly, yeah. right. So I've got everything stacked up in there. I'm thinking, oh my god, if they get that stuff, we are proper, fucked, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, oh no, them not burn the vans out, they didn't burn the vans out, yeah, um. Anyway, six weeks they bail us for like as soon as they bailed us for six weeks, we know they're going to go for conspiracy. Yeah. Um. So we kind of it was more then about damage limitation of yeah. what what I could do. That's what I was thinking for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we went back into interview and then like, did I just kind of was like, look, I gave him a written statement and just said, look. I'm going to go guilty at court anyway because yeah. I'm going to go guilty, but I'll go guilty to aiding and abetting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to just, just, just trying soften it, soften the blow somehow. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my brief was like she was really like she was a bit dopey. This brief that I used, to be honest. I mean, the barrister was fantastic yeah. that I used after, and I will always be grateful for him. What's yeah. his name? Uh, his name is David Webster. Yeah, so he's, he's an absolute legend, mm. mate. Like he, I loved him even after when well, I can't. We'll get to this yeah. bit in a minute, but um, yeah, he's a really good guy. But the 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 the, the solicitor first of all fighting the fucking life out of me because mm. she said like when we walked in because they she must know at that point they've got the vans but she can't tell me there's no disclosure yet like she must think they've got the vans they've got all the ID you are a proper yeah. professional outfit yeah. yeah but she don't I'm gonna play a Dillo. Yeah. I'm gonna be a divvy yeah. Yeah? and just be like, I that don't know. know. Yeah. I don't, I'm a driver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because why wouldn't yeah, I do that? Yeah, I don't, I've got nothing to prove. Yeah, of yeah I'm gonna just damage imitation. Yeah. yeah, and um, so like, she they were having none of it. Having none of it. And it's battles and falls. Battles and forwards Anyway, they battle us for six weeks. We come back six weeks later, and then they charge us with conspiracy to defraud. Mm. Um, at which point, like, I kind of like ah. Oh, here we go, Like so, but they had, so one of the workers that they had, yeah, that was working for us, Sneagle we called him, yeah, he um he he got very ill. Um, So it's sentencing, so what happens is, yeah, I, my mate, my other Cody, goes mm. on the run, mm. yeah, he's the first one to go on the run, yeah, I'll I jump bow and go on the run the mm. following week later, and then Sneagle shows up to court, because he's a good man, yeah, and he's gonna suffer his sentence, but because he's been ill, And because we fucked off, the judge takes leniency on him, right, and that went in my favor years later, yeah, because I didn't realize that once the judge sets a precedent for the case, wherever you are in the conspiracy follows. has to have a level of the same. You can't give uh-huh. you one thing yeah. and him another, so, and, like because then that just would be totally so They tot- couldn't give him uh, a year outrageous. and you seven. Like, complete, yeah, uh, be totally okay. outrageous, yeah. So he He's got done you a massive favour. Massive. He got, Accidentally. 18, he got 18 months probation, Did yeah. He? And I was like, <laughs> <What's> oh, <on? laughs> he got what? Yeah. I, like, I was fuming at first, because now I've jumped bow and gone on the run. Yeah. And I'm thinking, fuck, man, I could have probably just got like a year or yeah. something, yeah. Like, if I'd have known that then... Yeah. I would never ever have jumped bow and then but my wife is pregnant at the time with my daughter, right? And I got up until that point, I've got three boys. Yeah. I'm about to have a girl, yeah. yeah? So I decided I'm gonna jump bow and I went on the run, you know. How long for? I stayed on the run for six years. Six years. Six years, yeah. You're on the run for yeah. six years. Yeah. So it, you know, like I said <laughs> before about the violence coming out of yeah. me once I do the gun incident yeah. yeah crime kind of came out of me on that sentence because yeah. I realised for the first time so after you know three months after I get jailed, yeah get caught, yeah? So David Webster, the reason I'm shouting out to him is because he actually comes and represents me six years later again, yeah? And was like, wow, Tony, you didn't have to run. Yeah, Look, this is what happened, and that's when I find out what happened to Terry. I know Terry's got 18 months, but I didn't know about the setting the president and all that stuff. He was like, you idiot, why did you run for, yeah? And at that point, I'm like, (laughs) I've just probably ruined my life, yeah? yeah? Thinking I've ruined my life, not realising that, nah, this is gonna change your life. It's just happened, yeah? Um, And that, that's what happened, you know? I get there, I go, the judge gives me 12 months, yeah? So like, I just tell the judge my story. Look, the only reason I've jumped out is because my wife was pregnant, Mm. yeah? My daughter Mm. is now six years old. Mm. Look, she's over there sitting there with my wife, yeah? I want her, like, I didn't know, like, I just got things wrong. This has proper ruined me. Mm. Going on the run was the worst thing I've Mm. ever done, yeah? Mm. Because it, it, like, as a father, I've got to keep all my... Because think about what I know about the trauma, all the things yeah, that have impacted course. me, yeah? Like, I want to keep the kids sta- stable, yeah. of which
1: I did, you know? I controlled all that for six years. They all but didn't... keeping them stable, your mind must have been non-stop. God, it was all over the game. Like, thinking, what was the mindset like at that time within that six years? Was there a point you thought... Do you know what? Let me just go and air myself in. Every day, it's just painful. painful. I can't handle it in my mind anymore. Every day, mate. Every day, you'd
0: wake up feeling. And I just had enough because you just because once you do that, like I don't know what I'm gonna get, do I? Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna get. There was like I got arrested with someone else on another case that I didn't realize that had dropped off as well because if they don't get you in a certain amount of time, if it's minuscule, they have to let it go. So because there wasn't enough evidence to tie me to this case, they couldn't do anything with it, and that one had dropped off. But I was more worried about that one than the one that. Actually, been nicked for because of other implications that could have or could
1: have. So, as the, as the years are going on, the worry and the fear must have just grown a ridiculous amount. Yeah, I and mean, when was the point then after six years where you know I'm, I'm going, I'm gonna end
0: in? So it didn't happen like that. Yeah, okay. so I go to meet my mate in a petrol garage in yeah. Essex. Yeah, and um, like I've been smoking weed like all day. Yeah, yeah? I'm like smoking <laughs> to get there in the car. Like, I used to have a little green polo, like a <laughs> noddy guy. Yeah, it was hilarious. And I uh, pull into this garage, got a pair of shorts on, flip flops, like t shirt. And I just walk into the petrol garage, like, filled up my car, walked into the petrol garage, and as I walked in, there's two coppers just sitting, having their lunch. Yeah. And uh, like I walked past, I could just feel them. Sense, yeah. Sensed yeah. it, yeah. yeah like yeah, I could yeah, sensed yeah. it. And then like turned round. Like I haven't even acknowledged or looked at my mate yet. Yeah, because yeah, I know that yeah. they're there, yeah. So I walk back out, and as I walk out, they're um they're kind of uh like, all right, can we have a word, sir? Like that, yeah? So I was like, ah... Uh, yeah, so they go. What's your name? So I give him my moody name that yeah. I've got. Yeah, it's all. I got all briefed up. Everything Which was it? Bit. What was the moody name back then? Ah, uh, Donatoya.
1: <laughs> 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 You've probably got hundred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take a pick. Yeah. number seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah. Number
0: forty-two. <laughs> the first name was Tony. Anyway, <laughs> Tony was it? <yeah. laughs> <laughs>
1: it was one yeah. sort of Tony somewhere. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I gave all the information that I've got for yeah. it, right? And he goes, he just looked at me and he went, "You've got two warrants out for your arrest." Yeah. So he grabbed my wrist, and then at that moment. Relief, yeah, yeah, mate. Like, I feel drained, mate. Yeah. If I'm honest, yeah, take me in, like, oh, yeah,
1: thank for, go for God that. For that, I'm yeah. caught, like, ah, yeah. oh,
0: result, yeah. I said, can I have a fag? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I said, like, I just want a fag, mate. I'll be all right, I won't give you no headache yeah. or nothing, yeah. So, anyway, then I end up, like I said, I go to see the, back to Sheffield in the sweatbox on a Saturday morning. The other court case I deal with for 300 quid fine, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I go back to, um. I go, back, I go back to jail, come out. And then How when... long did you get then? So I've got 12 months on that you got one. 12, did a yeah. six? Uh, I've done a little less because I've got a tag, right? So okay. my wife comes to visit me and when she comes to visit me, she's holding my son's hand, right? Who was seven or eight, yeah. no, no, he was 10 then. Yeah. And he's just crying, yeah. right? And as she walks over to the table, like, I'm like, what's up with him? What's he crying mm. for? And i like, like, kind of still trying to keep a bit of the jail mm. persona mm. thing. No. like, what's up? And uh, she goes, Why do you th- what do you think's up? Mm. Like, you're in jail again. Mm. Like, what do you? that's really good for your son, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And at that point, all the trauma that I've now had my whole life, I've now put onto my own kids, yeah. and I realize it in that moment. Yeah. And I feel that I've let them down, something I never wanted to do, something I I, I never intended to do, you know? like, And that changed everything. Mm. Because I, I actually went back to the wing, and uh, like our wing was wicked. Yeah, we had a really cool wing. Yeah, um, not that he's, he's not called me in yeah. jail, but like the people that good were bunch in there, yeah. we was a good bunch yeah. of lads on that wing. Yeah. yeah, um, and I go back and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work in fraud prevention.
1: <laughs> like, Is that what your mindset? That's was what then? my mindset went straight. How old away. were you when you were in Nick at that last time? Uh,
0: so when was that? So uh, that was 15 years ago. So 2010, I got out. So yeah. So what are we now? Two, 12 years ago. Okay. So, so what, 36, 36 yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So then you come out. What was it for you? Straight and narrow? Yes, totally. Kind of?
0: No, totally. Properly to- clean, was t- it? Properly okay. clean for the first
1: time. Properly clean okay.
0: ever. Um, so not even a little it minuscule of anything. Yeah. yeah? Came out and um, was like, so whilst there was loads of things that had happened, like the houses had all changed. I had a flat. Where I live now, yeah. yeah, and the flat was um like it was there as like a home, mm. like uh, we hadn't had a home yeah. before, yeah, because it's the, being on the run and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. And then I get there and I've got this like home, yeah, mate, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. And um, one of my mates got me a job with one of our other mates, mm. yeah, who had like a little sweet shop, yeah. Mm. <laughs> And I went and worked in the little sweet shop, but yeah. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I loved it because it's me mates. Yeah? yeah, and they own loads of them. Yeah, yeah? so like they're like, don't worry about, just do what you want. Yeah. Like, don't worry about nothing. Like I'll be there five o'clock in the morning. I'm doing the papers. Yeah, okay, like and as I was doing it, I started to look at fraud conferences and like where could how could I get involved in getting in the other side? You know, still like grafting. Mm-hmm. And then I got another job where I was doing, like, I would drive in the evening, yeah, so I'd go and do the job in the morning and then go driving in the evening, so I'm doubling up my wages, Mm. just trying to earn money, just Mm. trying to survive and get by, and then I'd do, like, every couple of hours I'd get, I'd build, like, a little presentation. I learnt myself PowerPoint, yeah, Mm. like, every day just sitting down, going through it. I'm quite computer literate, Mm. so I'm Mm. all right like that, and was like, okay, I can make that fit there, Mm. and then just kind of put this presentation together, and then my mate, was filming a documentary about dangerous dogs. Mm. And I go go with him to uh, go and see it. And it was like, you know, he's like, oh, they're gonna love you, bruv. Like, they'll love you, they'll love you. Like, so we go there, we're sitting there, and I I end up talking to this guy called Will Fairman, who now is like one of the big cheeses at Vice TV. Yeah. Um, Massive. Massive, like, back then, like, you know, they're not even called Vice back then, they're called VBS. Yeah, yeah? they're just this trendy Mm. kind of company coming through me and Will just started chatting, yeah? And we was just, just like you and I are chatting mm. now. And we got on really, really well. Mm. And he said, I'd love to make a documentary about you. And I said, really? What about? I said, I'm boring. What do you mm. want to make a documentary? when he went, you ain't boring. <laughs> like, he's like, you definitely ain't boring. Yeah, mate. And I was like, but I'm just being me. And he said, but people will love it. And this is as the, you know, YouTube's a new thing then. Yeah, yeah this is all new. Yeah. So I said, come on then, let's do it. And we make a show called How to Get Away with Stealing. Uh, it's got like 11 million ridiculous views. 11, now. 12 m- million yeah, yeah. Yeah, views. Yeah, ridiculous yeah. views now. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it gets cult status mm. because at the point when we made it, nothing's been done like that yeah. ever. It's the first time you can go and search the internet. There's nothing before it ever yeah. that comes. Yeah. It's the f- one of its kind yeah. and, and it gets shared by. So there's a, a really famous uh, American. Hacker, well, he's not a hacker, he actually created something called the Silk Road, yeah, which I'm sure that most people have heard of. Yeah, the Silk Road is like the first, one of the first dark market sites on the dark web and it was run by a guy called dpr the dread pirate roberts who they believe to be a guy called ross albrecht mm. and his last shared video before the fbi take him down is my advice one that... so like there's loads of comments on it yeah of like this is dpr's last yeah, it's, shared it's video very... like so it just gained yeah, momentum yeah, yeah. because of that even yeah. more you know and that 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 drove it and then my business partner today, uh, Adam Boom, who is absolutely an amazing person. Yeah, you know, I love Adam. Like yeah. he's totally flipped my life properly, mm. and loads of other people's lives properly. He's mm. just an amazing, amazing. Is he person. straight? Is he always been straight? He's always been straight. Yeah. So Adam's like a Hollywood um, TV producer. A, it, like you know, he never ever told people anything. But I mean, he kind of like he's edited some high level hollywood movies oh, yeah? yeah he's been involved with some serious stuff over the years he worked as he spent 30 years taking difficult subjects and making them explainable on tv okay. yeah he's made an some of, that. yeah there's a massive art to it keeping
1: things simple massively right? yeah, respected
0: in yeah. the industry and you know, i've walked into many rooms with adam and he's a hugely respected Quality. person so um, so yeah, so joining up Forces with me, he sees me, he sees me on the, his son shows him the vice doc, yeah. yeah? And he's like, look, dad, I think you should meet this guy. And he comes to me, reaches out to me on LinkedIn, yeah. where he says that, you know, most criminals are on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's cool. like, he's really shocked that, <laughs> wow, you're on LinkedIn. But, um, so, and then I kind of started to monetize, you know, bits and pieces. I've always, I, 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 public speaking, I do a lot of public mm. speaking. Um, I started off doing the public speaking circuit, just, you know, Do you enjoy
1: the public speaking?
0: Yeah, I like it. I like sharing the stories, yeah. Because it's just
1: your story, isn't it? There's yeah. no tweaks or da-da-da. This is yeah. my story and people will love it. Yeah, people, yeah. I
0: mean, like, and like, I get mad bookings. I'm yeah. kind of like, it's really weird. I've just come back from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So you walk into a room of, like, all, like, high-level ministers and stuff, and they're like, Tony, hello, can I meet you? And, like, yeah. they want to, it, like, and it's really like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's so I always say, yeah, there's no glamour to crime. mm we might be talking about it now Mm. and we're kind of like in a moment having a little laugh and all that but that's because we're in this moment Mm. laughing but Mm. I always want people to remember crime's not glamorous mate Mm. I was sexually assaulted, I got bullied madly, and my mum and dad both left, yeah. Mm. I'm just a minuscule bit of trauma. Mm. There's people out there with huge immense, amounts, yeah. huge amounts of trauma yeah. that are much worse than me, yeah. yeah. And we that's where we need to get to understanding mm. of each other's side of the yeah. fence, yeah. And once we can get to that good place, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, mate. That's what Underworld's about. Yeah. That's what all the things that we do, within what we do, is showing people how they are.
1: Every criminal we know... Has had huge amount of trauma somewhere.
0: There's so I actually asked this you know, on what makes a murderer.
1: Mm.
0: I asked this to uh, the we interviewed loads of different psychologists, yeah, to talk to them and forensic psychologists to have them either as we were actually looking for Vicky's person, Vicky's the woman who's the who does the interviews with yeah. guys. Um, and the leading guy in Britain, the only reason we couldn't have him is because he was a male and it, we had yeah. to have a male and female. Yeah. Uh, I asked him, I said, how many murderers have you interviewed mm. that don't have childhood trauma mm. and he said virtually no yeah. exceptions yeah, and that you know when we, we all heard it the whole production team heard it in the room yeah it, it, there's something going on yeah like you know and, and when i hear we're going to be tough on the causes of crime mm. that always makes me laugh of what are those causes of mm-hmm. crime you know like and how would you go back to a little kid yeah is a little kid innocent? Of course mm. a little kid's yeah. innocent. There is no... Nothing's born bad. I hate mm. when people say people are born bad. It's mm. rubbish. Mm. No one is born bad. Great. It's impossible. Yeah, they can be born different. Yeah. yeah, and then if you wrap the environment around them that is yeah. going to create it, then yes, you should expect that you bang, you hit the jackpot, and yeah. before you know it, you've got a problem, yeah? yeah. But no one inherently
1: is born bad, mm. yeah? You said you said a minute ago, and I'll roll back a bit, and you said you were sexually abused as a kid.
0: Mm. yeah.
1: Where, how,
0: who? Swimming baths, um, different kids that you pick up with at swimming bars, you get with what you think's their dad, and then before you know it, things are happening all over the gaff. There's the lifeguard at the swimming baths, you know, all of that stuff. But I talk about it because I feel it's important to yeah. talk about because I know there's, uh, definitely, there's, know, there's kids, I definitely know other kids. Yeah, that happens to yep. you up and down, yeah? yeah. Like, look. But it ain't spoken about. Yeah, they don't talk about it because it's the, no one wants to talk about it. And even if you mention it to your parents, you know, you might get a little don't, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, but the reality is you should talk about those things mm. if they're happening, because you just bottle them up. And for me, that that just drove like loads of other bits. It just wanted me to get away from my shit life, wherever I go, even the bit of enjoyment I'm gonna get at the swimming pool is now not enjoyment. Because of the memory? Because of that, yeah.
1: What age group roughly was that? Uh,
0: so that, I mean, I was going, I was, I was the kid that always used to win the little swimming pass, yeah, because yeah. I was like, I could swim like a fish, even now, yeah. I swim like a fish, yeah. yeah. Um so they would always give me that pass I would go and train. So I mean I got I was going swimming from seven to probably
1: eleven on my own every day. At what age were you, if you could remember that that triggered a memory of did you hit an age when went, Fucking, i got sex your booze and I was seven, eleven. Was there an age when I don't you think actually, it ever went. So you always knew mm. when was the point when you took it out of your subconscious? Because you're probably trying to suppress it to actually having your conscious to go. That's actually sexual abuse. I told someone when I was younger, I think when I
0: was probably about, I don't know, 17 or 18, I yeah. told someone what happened, yeah. And their reaction to it kind of made me suppress it. Okay. Um, And that, like, because you don't know, like, how did, how someone's gonna react to the yeah. stuff, because at the time you're feeling that your self is, yeah.
1: you feel dirty, dirty yeah. you know what I mean?
0: like, yeah. But it's not really that. Um, So I guess that, yeah, it wasn't until I got older that I, 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 you have to deal with it. Mm. You got Because you've got to deal with it in your head, haven't you? How have, how have you dealt with it? What can I do about it?
1: Okay.
0: right? Because my reaction to doing something about it goes back to whacking people around yeah. the head with baseball bats yeah. and ended up in jail. Yeah. So if I allow my anger to take over, yeah. I lose. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to lose. Mm. So what I'll do is I'll talk about it, I'll write about it, mm. and I'll highlight it in whatever way that I can mm. And that'll make me feel better that's about powerful. it. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. That's really powerful. How it should be.
1: It's not just powerful for you, but it's powerful for people listening. Yeah. Because i lay your money, know, there would be hundreds of thousands listening going, "That happened to me and I've never spoke mm. about it. Or I have spoke about it. It triggered someone. They gave me a dirty look and I thought, am I the bad person? Do you know, it's kind of yeah. that, isn't it? It's a horrible yeah. snow. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, so when they trigger it
0: in what makes a murderer, they trigger certain yeah. elements of it. You know, at that point is when I start thinking about the... The emotional side of it, and that takes probably a couple of years to deal with the emotional side of it all coming out. But I'm definitely now, that set me free. Yeah, mate. Like, it set me free because now my brain's off. I'm not caught up with all that no more. Like, now I'm like, oh, hold on. Next week
1: we're going to start the app. We're going to start doing all that. We've got this, 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 this. Rather than holding on to the past.
0: Exactly. The guilt and everything else and all the stuff like that. Do you
1: remember, like, I'm going back to when your stepdad was smashing your mum about and Mm. you were. Calculated to go right, I'm gonna get in one day, mm. I'm gonna get you one day, I'm gonna get you one day, and the day popped up. Mm. Do you remember the people's names at those swimming baths? Yeah, man. You do? Yeah, mate, of course I do. Have you had a look where they are, who they are? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, of course I did. Yeah. But then like we it's hard not to, innit? Of course. Like it's hard not to, and like sometimes, yeah, like I like you know, The reason being, so now one of my business partners, yeah, is Mm. the ex-head of fraud for the Metropolitan Police, Mm. right?
1: I I love that, by the way. One of my business partners is ex... (laughs) old Bill in the fraud department I love him he was the boss of it you couldn't have written this story no you couldn't have wrote it this is a mad story you've written it and gone full circle and now you've got all these boys as your partners yeah because I suppose they know that
0: I'm saying the right stuff and I'm really talking about the realness of just what's real and like you can't move forward until you've put it all out there and moved forward and gone look it's out there this is it I don't I'm not I don't care what you think of me yes I've done bad things Yeah. yeah but the reality is you might not like me yeah but I promise you I'm gonna do good things. And yeah. I'm gonna change the way that a lot of people think. And that was yeah. the journey. And that like when Andy saw that, yeah. like it just makes sense. So I always think of Andy and Andy always says to me, he doesn't like the, you know, the paedophile hunting thing. Yeah. He hates it. Because he says in what do you court. Mean? What do you mean? So he says in court, so you know these people that go after paedophiles, yep. right? So he, he likes the normal, fact- Normal fellas going- Normal fellas going after paedophiles. Picking up the phone, talking yes. to young
1: girls and boys, pretending yeah. to be Yeah. mate. Okay.
0: Like, so in the beginning, yeah. I'd get involved with a cop because I want to help them. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I want to like I try and help like a few of them. Look, 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 look. Do it like this yeah. or think like this. This is where they're chatting. Look, go over there because yeah. we've got more tools. Yeah. yeah, we've got resources. Yeah. So Andy taught me- very rare to get a case yeah yeah how how long do you want them to go to jail for yeah what is it you want to come out of that yeah. output yeah and i never even saw
1: that before and he taught me that and so he's right so so you were just thinking those dirty fuckers i'm gonna i'm gonna i want those people i'm gonna yeah. go after but actually yeah and whenever i'm actually get nicked and do they get a long sentence yeah. at the end of it for your yeah. energy yeah for okay. my energy
0: yeah okay. and, and what so what is the worth of it yeah so and then once you realise that life's gonna fuck those people up anyway yeah. as well, karma. yeah. Like karma mm. has definitely fucked one of them up mm. properly, yeah. So like I can smile in the fact that oh, you've got karma yeah. to fuck me. Good. Yeah. yeah, like and that makes me breathe a little bit easier. But mm. again, look, it's raising the subjects, raising the topics, mm. yeah. And if it's happening, go to the police and get it dealt with. Yeah, mm. we don't need the vigilante stuff to deal with it mm. because the police can deal with it and get it, get them nicked. I get it you have to go to the right cop bar Did the police want to deal with it what is the things of it that's all? the thing what that, is how does it go we've just
1: nailed it on the head yeah. there's not enough old bill number one the old bill secondly will look at that and go oh we'll deal with that one day because we've got bigger things to deal with yeah. so you've got to give respect to some of those people vigilante vigilantes going out and going to do that to bring it out listen so those don't think that they can't just get away with it the whole time uh, uh, listen yeah it doesn't i'm not bothered by it but yeah. if i i know
0: that andy as a like as especially as the head of police yeah yeah he would have seen figures coming in going look we've None of them get all of those wood. cases yeah. because yeah. of yeah if yeah, we I would can't. have got because of yeah and yeah. it's only that I've had those conversations. I mean, I love what some of those guys do because yeah. it's amazing, and they they put themselves out there to do it. I'm never going to criticize those guys for doing it. Yeah. Lots of those guys have the same issues that what I've got, yeah. and that's how comes they can okay. tap into them in them same
1: way. So I well, love what they've they do. got the trauma from a young kid yeah. as well that hasn't been yeah. dealt with, yes. and cleared up for them to be able to yes. move forward as an adult, yes,
0: mm-hmm. or maybe they have cleared it up, and this is the way that they see as give being back. able to give back and yeah. deal with it, yeah? yeah. But the reality is, look, go and get yourself in the police force, or go to the police and mind that you do it because with fraud i bought i started my own agency yeah yeah and i made them come to it yeah i made the police come because okay i'll play by your rules you but you're going to have to do it my yeah. way otherwise i'm not doing it yeah yeah so like and that once you get them into that position like anyone who's anyone going after old ladies and kids yeah i'm in yeah yeah i don't care what yeah. what it is you nick old ladies money you nick kids money yeah. I'm in, I'm yeah. coming for you personally. Yeah. If I can find you or at you, I will come for you. Yeah. I don't care about that. So, because yeah. it's really important, but what's more important is to train all of those kids and old women mm. and make them less susceptible to it actually happening. Mm. And that's when you get to a place of resistance yeah. and things can happen in a much better way. And that is a process that we need to learn with all of this stuff mm. in in the way that we are as humans. You know, like most people say to me, where are you from? Like you did, yeah. Mm. Normally I'd go, I'm from
1: earth. Yeah.
0: Where are you from? Because you are we from wh- yeah. what man-made borders, yeah. man-made money, yeah. man said this is England. Mm. Someone, we, you and I weren't mm. ever here, mate. Mm. We was never here when any of that decisions mm. was made, right? So, like, I'm of Earth, mm. so I want to be of Earth, mm. like, and all of those things. Once you let the whole, I've been there, haven't I? I've let mm. money corrupt my life. I've let all that stuff. Realising that, oh look, it didn't really make me feel mm. better. The one thing that made me feel better about myself was dealing with the problems that I had yeah. and then I could move forward. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not driven by success. I'm not driven mm-hmm. by any of that stuff. It doesn't bother me either way.
1: I want to just go back, me and you in a restaurant, having a bite of eat. one of those abusers come into the restaurant and you clock him, what do you do? Uh, nowadays, I just leave him. There's nothing I can do, because like- Would you better look at him? Would you just block him? Would you, everything spinning through your mind? Could you flip and go, Taking yeah. You out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose all of that would be yeah. there. All of that whole stuff. If I'm honest, would yeah. be there. Yeah.
0: Um, but I know that my control would be in full control yeah. and not flipping
1: into that zone to go and do something. Because you learned years ago what yeah. the consequences are for the actions. Yeah, mm. I learned. And those. those consequences would be a lot more. Yeah, taking someone out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's going to go totally yeah. different. Like, that's yeah. going to not
0: stop. Mm. That's going to be dreadful. Yeah. Mm. So like. It's best that we don't go mm. down that road and I don't want to go down that mm. road, you know, like but and like having, you know, getting on with life. Mm. Just getting on with life and not worrying about those every days. It might spoil my meal, but it's not going to spoil my life. Yeah, mate. You know, and it's knowing that in that mm. moment that, mm. yeah, look, I can move on and walk mm. past this. So, Fair play,
1: mate. Fair yeah. play. I want to know now, the last thirty two you come out of Nick, you've had a proper eventful life, ups and downs and all over. Before you went away, what were you doing with all this cash? Spending it. Just spending it. Give me an example. Having fun.
0: Just to doing. I've been all around the world. I've yeah. travelled loads. I've had like loads of exotic cars and done like all yeah. mad stuff and like enjoying it.
1: Did you find that easy come, easy go? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and is that because you have given think- to others?
1: And giving, yeah, I okay. love giving to others. Like yeah. I've always, it's a nice been there. feeling. Isn't it? Yeah, like, like, especially after when,
0: yeah, like ran my way, mate. Everyone will say, like, oh, nah. like we love him, man, because he, like, he, nah, he gave me a car. Like, <laughs> like he just showed up and gave me a car. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. my mate says it all the time. He says, like, yeah. and, like my mate actually says you weren't bad. He says you done bad to do good. Yeah. he said I've never seen no one get money like you and give it away to people who yeah. didn't have things. Like, mm. and if, but in your, I grew up in a council state with a good community. Mm. I only know that, yeah? And so the more money I made, Mm. the bigger the community I wanted to bring in. Even now with my Mm. businesses, yeah? I work in a way that I try and bring everyone in somewhere along the line. Everyone have a piece of something. Have a piece of something. People always tell me it can't be done. You can't do it, you can't do it, but you can be done. You just you haven't tried it or you didn't do it your way, you know?
1: like You just underestimate it. Tell me the full circle journey, what you've come on at the moment, because it probably cracked me up what you're currently doing today. Tell the listeners and viewers what you're currently doing today. Over the last sort of 12 years, what has been your journey and where you're at right now?
0: Um, I mean, right now I'm on Coops's website. <laughs> um, I love this. Yeah, I mean. Cootes' bank, one of Coots the biggest bank. banks in the world. Yeah, you are on their website. I am, it's the king's money. I'm showing them how to stay safe from scams. I've just completed a, a, a really good uh, social media campaign for Virgin and O2 called The Max, which is Scam, spelt backwards. Um, showing people just how they may get approached and give their information away. Um, I've got various TV shows in pitch at the moment. Mm. Uh, Tell me about the TV shows. So I've got all different types in at the moment. One I've got, uh, which is like our little baby called Crooks. So I've just partnered with Lloyds and the City of London Police yeah. and i am <laughs> a lot of
1: Mate, I, I can't help but laugh this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Priceless. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. I, I, look, look, yeah, it's taken a long time yeah. to get there, yeah. To get into a tier one bank and to get into the City of London Police and be able to sell them stuff yeah. is not easy, yeah, if you're an ex-fraudster like I am yeah. who's out there talking about it. Yeah. But the reality is, like together with Adam, and so I have another uh, business partner called uh, Nicola Harding, yeah. who's an academic at Lancaster University. She's a doctor in criminology. Yeah, yeah. And then I got that's a
1: combo, isn't it? Yeah, you
0: a doctor in criminology. Yeah, and yeah. Adam. Uh, Adam. So we've got Adam, Andy, Nicola. Yeah.
1: And so just break that down. Nicola is Nicola's the doctor. Elect-
0: Adam's the ex head of fraud. Yeah. Uh, Andy's the ex head of fraud. Ooh. Adam's the TV guy. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Solomon. Who is a 24-year-old Asperger's super hacker? Okay. So you know, I, I I talk at world-leading conferences everywhere on the planet. I mean, I think we're probably one of the only companies that go, "Coming in if you can." Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think there's many people that can say that. Yeah. But if you can beat Solomon, I want to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So like, because you
1: ain't beating him, that's yeah. just the reality of it. Yeah. So we've what, got so your back in Solomon that no one could be able to beat him. Hundred percent.
0: No one could beat Solomon. Don't Any care 20... who they are. No one can beat Solomon. I don't just say this on these podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. These are, I go around the world doing so this stuff. It. America, wherever you think you are, if you can beat Sol, come. Yeah? So if anyone can beat <laughs> Solomon,
1: yeah. leave a comment below on this podcast here yeah. or on YouTube. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you, beat, if you can beat and him. And I'll yeah. put him in contact with you. Yeah, yeah. Put him in contact with us. So I'm actually going to, I'm actually. Mate, that's a challenge, isn't year, it? Next year, I actually own the domain name Hack Me If You Can. Right, I own it, right. So next year. As
1: in Catch Me If You Can. As in
0: Catch Me If You Can, yeah. We've got Hack Me If You Can, yeah. So next year, I'm gonna pop up a website that will have a full on hacking. If you can hack it, yeah, then you'll win a prize. We've got a sponsor for it. We've got a big company sponsoring it, yeah. So we will be pushing that next year so you'll be able to see it. But yeah, but we're out there. We're all over the place. We're on social media. We're not quite about this stuff. We talk about it all the time,
1: yeah. And what's it like working with the old Bill now? So uh, they, they're, they're paying you to give them information to stop. So they don't pay us to give us, us information.
0: It. So what they do? Is, so I write, I write a drama series along yeah. with Adam called Crooks. Yes, yeah? so mm. I have wrote it for like the last eight years. Mm. Yes, yeah? so it was Adam's idea in the beginning, and then he comes to me with the I kind of get all the storylines and write the storylines, and then he script writes it and just drills it all out. Yeah, because yeah. he's amazing at all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, so I can come up with the, the flashy ideas of what yeah. we have got to do, and he just TVs it. Um, so. We wrote one called um, "Crooks on Campus," which is about money muling. Yeah, so students at universities suffering money muling, which is a huge problem in the UK for all different types of students, especially as like money becomes less for all of us. Money muling. Money muling. What is that? So it's where. So I say to you, all right, Dodge, I want to put some money in your account. Yeah. And you say, all right, no worries. You give me your account details and you don't ask me any questions, you don't say anything, and I'll just put money Wacky. in your account. Okay. That's it. And then I say to you, yeah, you can keep 100 quid of it, just send it on to my other account. Now you've been what's called a mule. Yeah. So you've been used, yeah. right? Um, so when we set up uh, Crooks at the beginning, you know, no one even knew at a university where to report this stuff mm. or what to do, who deals with the problem. Mm. So... We spotted that, we kind of leapt in, wrote an amazing episode of Crooks, got sponsorship for it, uh, put it out there, and then it started to gain traction. And before you know it, I've got Lloyds knocking on the door going, hello, that's really like, we really like that. And yeah. they should, because it is an amazing learning tool, yeah, and so they said, we'd like to bring the City of London Police along and kind of join forces a little bit, and perhaps, go and roll this out to universities in London, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we've done. So for the last six weeks, we've been kind of rolling this out across London to London universities. Mm-hmm. I've been going along and speaking mm-hmm. and doing all the events. And, and we have a, a representative from the City of London Police called Oliver Little that comes along as well. And he's been talking about it and you know saying how much of a good initiative it yeah. is. Like, let's not be under any illusion, yeah? This country's under massive attack yeah. every single day from fraudsters all around the world, from cyber attacks everywhere. Yeah, without people like me, we're never gonna move forward. Mm. That means that we cannot deal with our own financial systems because people are just gonna steal it, yeah? like You need people like us to show, look, this is how I think, yeah? So it's really important that we get to that place. If
1: someone's using cyber security to break into banks for nicking money or Making big money from companies. Are those companies embarrassed to admit it? Yeah, and is that a, that's a huge benefit for the cybersecurity? The, the criminals yeah. going well. They're they're scared to admit it because they don't want to be seen as weak. Yeah,
0: exactly. So is that happening all the time? So okay,
1: we do on a daily basis.
0: We do what's called penetration testing, mm. right? So this is where we will test the security processes of a company, a bank, a, a whatever it may be, mm. yeah, energy company, whatever, and you. You know, the computers, lots of the times are good, but lots of the times they're bad. So there'll be many occasions where someone will say, right, I mean, we can open bank accounts at will. Mm. We don't need to show no ID. We're through all the processes and we can just open up the bank Mm. accounts, right? Um, But the majority of the time, it's human error. So what tends to happen even when systems are set up, because tech, if you use tech right, tech's amazing, yeah? yeah? It's
1: great, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it.
0: But if it's not configured right, if it's not set up in the first place yeah. correctly.
1: Or human error within it's staff. Gonna, it's, yeah,
0: human yeah. error. Like, well, So when you're setting up the tech, all these things can happen, right? You get all these little problems. They missed something, didn't get set up. That creates a vulnerability. It wasn't yeah. updated. This didn't happen. That didn't, that's a digital vulnerability. Yeah. Solomon's going to be all over that. He's yeah. going to munch you. He's yeah. eating you for breakfast. I, need, he, I need to meet this Solomon. Yeah, like he's eating you, yeah? <laughs> so, but then, of course, you've got the, the security guard who's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm just walking past in the suit and I've got a USB stick. Yeah. I'm in, soul. Yeah. yeah, and now I ransomware you. Yeah, so now I'm just going to encrypt.
1: Ransomware
0: you. Go so on. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to encrypt all your files. So as a business, yeah. today's businesses run online, right? Yeah. So all their databases, all the CRMs, everything yeah. in the background is is run by a computer. Yeah. So if I can get to that and lock you out of it, yeah. I'm now more powerful than you and your own company. Wow. Right? And that's what Sol- yourself and Solomon can do? Yeah, of course. Um, this is what a cyber attack is. This is what ransomware is. This is all the words that you hear in the in the press yeah. that a lot of people don't really realise what it is. So once I've encrypted your information, you can no longer access it. So now I ring you and say, hey, Dodge, you right? Do you want to get in there? And I say... Give me a bill. Give me, yeah, give me a million quid. Yeah. And at first you might go, I ain't giving you that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. But then you ain't getting back in your system. Yeah. I'll get someone in from cyber. So then I'd say, I tell someone about your NDAs. Because yeah. uh, yeah. people don't think that criminals are smart. Yeah. Criminals are very, very, very smart. smart. I'm Massively thinking about smart. your secrets. Yeah, mate. I know your secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I own you. Yeah. What are you talking about? Pay yeah. my money. And this is how criminal gangs do it nowadays, yeah. right? So we kind of, we show companies how not to get caught like that. And so Crooks then demonstrates it to their staff. So we built like a training platform that allows people to come on and they pay a subscription and they learn step-by-step how to stay safe. Yeah, And I've just figured it all out how to do it to consumers. So soon we'll be talking to consumers and there's going to be like loads of different things that you can, I talk to consumers all the time, but like on a much broader scale because we need, all of us need to start getting a lot smarter around Mm. cyber
1: do you, look at, do you look at cyber? Do you look at the businesses we are today again? Yeah. Mate, they are clueless.
0: Yeah. Well, most, not clueless. No, not clueless
1: but, but most businesses are like, oh, cybersecurity, what is that? Oh, we'll deal with it. It's a problem one day or we've got a, someone just work, doing a bit of work for us on that. But well. We're, so we're not up to standards, right?
0: No. So most serious businesses, right, have what's called a risk register, mm. right? And on your risk register, you have like a list of things that you would have to do. Now, any serious business in today's day and age, cyber has to be in the top three. Yeah. You know, it has to be, yeah. um, but we tend to find that it's never in the top three mm. because it's so expensive, so mm. no one wants to pay anything for it. And if you're a big company, like you know you're going to get hacked, yeah? yeah? yeah. So companies are getting much w- more wiser the more amount of companies that are getting hacked, spark smaller companies becoming wide, yeah, okay. wiser. Because this is where the problem is. Yeah? Yeah. So a lot of the big companies can afford all the tech, they can afford all yeah. the training, they can afford as much as they want to do it because they're big yeah. and they've got the budget to do to. this. They have to yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the SMEs, the smaller markets, yeah. the medium, to small-sized businesses, yeah. they just can't function in the same way. So yeah. it's about getting to those guys and feeding those guys the correct information yeah. in the right way. And that's your business model. That's our business model, yeah. yeah. So, but, but,
1: I mean, And are but, you going to be rolling that out to say, right, we all, S- already roll it out, all, all, all out. SMEs, we're going to charge you X yes. or we're going to give you a course to do. Yes. You pay us a monthly fee on that course yeah. and away you go. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And that gives everyone access. And it doesn't just give them access to that, it gives them access to us. So once a month, Solomon and I just switch the cameras on yeah. and we go live on the platform. Yeah. yeah. And you can ask us any questions, any Brilliant. problems you've got you submit them through and then we're going to answer them for you we're going to go through it with you so you yeah. get access to us yeah. and then the, like so you can just have like upgrades in there whatever it is you know if you want more time if you want whatever yeah. you know how it goes like it's yeah. all up scalable yeah. once it's on the internet so uh, Mate, yeah that
1: sounds like a quality business model
0: yeah it's good it's taken a long time yeah, sure to get to so yeah it's. Um, it's what's good. the
1: where can people find where, what, what, what's the website for that
0: uh, so if you just go to wefightfraud.org We wefightfraud.org yeah. yeah you can kind of see us on there and you'll see the stuff in there
1: my Tony this this episode has been fascinating
0: thank you well if you want to know more like, yeah uh, mate oh yeah, yeah of course
1: the big, yeah. con. The tell big me about, con tell me so, about yeah, the book the big
0: book. con well I don't want to tell you too much about it because I want people to read buy it, it. but uh, yeah Wait, I mean, I've, I've heard I've
1: yeah. heard amazing i ain't read it yeah. I've heard amazing reviews about that yeah the tell reviews me about have been it. off
0: the hook so I just talk about I'm just honest you know I'm just saying it just like I've been honest yeah. with you here yeah I'm just talking about all the different types of stuff. I got probably a bit more into the organised crime stuff in there yeah. about how that all happened. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just being really honest about it. And the comments, you know, loads of them are from people that are, where I come from in Greenwich yeah. saying that, oh, it's nostalgic because yeah. they're, they're, they're feeling that. Yeah, yeah, well, we're part of it. We can feel it. So yeah. so um so that's really good. So, yeah, please buy it. Everyone mm.
1: out there, go and have a look at the big con. Just going back, you said talk about the organised crime stuff. Mm. Tell me about that. Um, so... I, I, I get. So yeah, I mean,
0: I get involved in organised crime. Uh, mm. It comes, part part of part. Of like, yeah, yeah, it just comes for me when I'm out grafting. Yeah, yeah you don't realise. So like, I connected with one of my mates who's like, a, you know, he's a he's a street hustler. He's a wicked, wicked street hustler. Yeah, he's like really well known. Like loads of people know him from wherever. And like, he's grafting. He rings me up one day. Goes, oh, I can, I'm collecting debts now. So I'm like, oh yeah, I don't get. No one's getting into debt with me, ain't there? No yeah. one getting into debt with me. Yeah, I'm a yeah. foolster. No, that's yeah. not happening to me. Um, so he goes, uh, yeah. If you know anyone, bruv, who's got any big, big debts, I'm, we're going after him. So I said, no worries, no worries. So uh, not thinking I'd ever need it. Yeah. And then uh, I got one of the workers out with me, and we go, we go right down, down. this way actually. Yeah, yeah. we come down this way, and we're grafting. we out all day. And all day is something not right. And I said, what's up, bruv? You alright? And he goes, oh, man. I took a box of white off, and then he says this geezer's name, yeah? yeah? And he goes, and I piped the lot. (laughs) And I went, what? He went, yeah. I went, how do you pipe a box of gear? Like, I'm like, I've never done that. Like, I'm kind of, I've never done that one. You know what I mean? Like, I'll have a path, you know, I've had a cheeky other bit before, but that's not me, that one. Like, what? And he's like, oh, you just don't know how it happened, bruv. Like, oh. But the thing is, the geezer's going to burn my ass down with my mum and dad in it unless I get in the 70 grand back. Yeah? So now he's got like some mad issue. He's like, yeah. Can you lend me the money? I was like, No. no. <laughs> like, <I'm> not, <laughs> you just pipe I'm yeah. like, not giving you that. Yeah. Um, so then, like, all the way back, so from down this way, yeah. yeah, all the way back to London. Yeah. He's like, For a couple of hours, yeah, he's cacking himself. like He's like, bruv, come on. I know you know something that can extend it, yeah. that can help me, or just yeah. help me. Like, yeah. bruv, please just help me. So I thought, Let me just ring my mate and just see so I ring my mate and he goes give me five minutes he goes who's he owed the money to he asked me who's he owed the money to so I told him so he goes give me five minutes so anyway five minutes later, he rings me back gives me an address to go to so I turn up at this address and uh, I'm sitting outside and then I mean, it was fucking madness, mm. yeah? Like, we're sitting in the van, there's like me, him, there's my brother-in-law and my brother, all in this van, yeah, and he's just in the front. So they pull up, yeah, like, and they're just like, there's, there's like three guys with locks, dreadlocks, yeah? yeah. like, And then just, f- like, two great big lumps, and then my mate gets out, we. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, wow, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. that's them lot. So he goes, all right, Bob, what's happening? So I said, oh, this is this is him. So like they we go in there anyway, the geezer that he owes the money for. This the big guy in there. So I I say, I start talking. He goes, Are you talking for him then? Like I was kind You're getting of, caught up in Now that, I'm yeah. caught up in this geezer's <laughs> stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, oh no, I really don't need this, <laughs> yeah. mate. Yeah. So um, I said, Yeah, look, I'm talking for him. So he goes, come round the back then. So we go around the back of this caravan and we're just sitting down in this office bit, yeah. talking. And I said to him, Look. He's a good grafter. He went. He's a shit bag. Mm. He went. He owes me three grand as well from about yeah. two years ago. And <laughs> yeah. I went, oh no. Like, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. like he went. The boys are getting the plastic together, so yeah. you better start talking quickly. Yeah. I went, no, 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 no. It ain't yeah. like that. And then, um, so then I just talked my way out of it with him. Yeah, like, and at the end of it, like he kind of said, I'm going to give you a chance. If you fuck up, it's on you. Oh, yeah. So now it's on me. I'm thinking, but I like, I know, I'm yeah. all I got like way to cover it, yeah. But I don't want to. Yeah. But. There was something that was just intriguing about this guy, yeah. Mm. And like, because my mate's round him a bit as well, yeah. And I, like, I love my mate, mm. do you know what I mean? He's a good mate. Mm. Um, there must be something good about this guy. And then, so I think within three days, I dealt with it. Yeah. Go back, bam, sort dealt with it. I yeah. know, money's all sorted, yeah. yeah. So he goes, um, he goes, fucking hell. He's <laughs> like, you're mustard, aren't you? Mm. I said, I told you, man, I'm a man of my word. If yeah. I give you my word, I'm going to deliver yeah. on it, yeah, because it's important.
1: Yeah.
0: So he says, uh, what else can you do? so I can do whatever you want. He mm. goes, I know a lot of people, you know? And I said, really? I said, what sort of people? And then he just reeled off like mm. a load of different people and I was like, well, that one and that one I can definitely do some things with if you're yeah. up for it. Yeah. And he said, I'm up for it. What do you want? And he said, come see me tomorrow anyway. I'll go see him tomorrow anyway, like very quickly. I'm now with this guy mm. every day, yeah, and I realise who's a, a proper face. Yeah, who's yeah? a pro- like mm. proper like mad mm. stuff happens, mm. like loads of mad stuff mm. happens, yeah. Um, and I see, Matt, I'm trying, I'm actually trying to talk him into doing a book at the moment because mm. he's been straight for like the last four years, not mm. done anything yeah? Mm. But I've been begging him, but he's like, nah, yeah, yeah like and I'm like, please, please, I'm like no. <laughs> so like I kind of, he just shows me like a whole different way of getting money and I showed him mm. a different way that they could get money mm. so there was loads of people like this guy that owed them money yeah that all owed money everywhere so I figured out ways that they could go to banks and get money mm. and remortgage their homes and do all little bits and pieces yeah. to get the money that they owed instead of them getting ironed out yeah and that just took me on that last part of that journey yeah. sort of you know of why I was kind of doing all that stuff. Level. it was a whole new level and it yeah, was man. like a a very mad experience mm. going through that whole thing yeah. and and it was good. I mean there was like you know there's many crazy times where I thought, you know, like I mean going over sandbanks, yeah, mm. like all things like that, going for people that owe money, yeah. Mm. Like I'm sitting on that chain ferry going across, yeah. going, seeing the fish, going, oh wow. <laughs> like this is amazing. Yeah. You know, you're driving around and yeah. the next thing like someone's wrapped up, like yeah. it's all gone bandy, like there's yeah. just mad stuff happening. So it just became part of life the and norm. stuff the norm yeah. you're getting used to but I felt safe I felt that I'd found my people yeah. I felt that I'd found you know like people that... and then you realise that I actually he's actually a really good look how much he helps people Yeah. like this guy's phone don't stop ringing yeah. like from morning to yeah. night
1: constantly his yeah. phone
0: rings yeah like problems
1: yeah. just like... because people are naughty and they're doesn't mean they're not Nice people, but they're actually soft, kind-hearted no. people. But the naughty side as well. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, like the seeker of opportunity, is an entrepreneur. Exactly. Every criminal is an entrepreneur in their own way. Definitely, you know. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely, and, and they like they because they're
0: always looking for opportunity. Of course. That's what they. That's what they breed on. You know. That's why this is called the eventful
1: entrepreneur. Amazing. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Tony, i thoroughly enjoyed this, mate. Thank you. I thank you for making the effort coming down this way that's and right, uh, no sharing your story. You've had certainly had an eventful life. Yeah, it's been eventful, that's for sure. It has, man. I yeah, appreciate you that. Thank Where you. can people find you before we leave?
0: Uh, so, you can find me online. Uh, if you follow me on LinkedIn, don't take no dodgy requests on Facebook <laughs> and all that. Like, I'm pretty mustered at reversing <laughs> it all on you if you want to try and get me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I think I've just opened up my Insta now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, kind of like, I don't, uh, I do a lot more mainstream yeah, stuff, okay. like, kind of, because I... I don't. I like the limelight, but I don't like yeah. the limelight. I'm more about the enhancement of the impact, the impact, yeah, yeah. and people understanding yeah, what mate. they want. Like, I don't want to sit and do like a podcast every day telling people about my yeah. life every single day. Yeah. that's not a bit of me. But yeah. you know, I like to give people vital information. that will help them. In Anyone the out
1: there, Google Tony Sales.
0: Yeah, that's probably the best thing. To and do, you'll yeah. find all the stuff. Yeah, you'll it, find it. all the stuff that you. Tony, to you're a gentleman, mate. Thoroughly Thank enjoyed you. it, bud. Thanks, though. Good thanks, man. man. Cheers, Cheers fella. Thanks, mate. Bye.